0: Welcome to The Middle Leadership Podcast, where we talk about different topics to help you grow as a leader. Hey, welcome to episode four of The Middle Leadership Podcast. Um, I asked my friend Alex Gurchiff to be here. And talk about sharing your faith. Uh, so he's going to talk about the why, the how, and going a little further into that. Um, and this yep. kind of goes goes a little deeper uh, than just sharing your faith with students. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's kind of personally how do you share your faith with your friends, your coworkers, mm-hmm. uh, and how how to share your faith with students and giving them you know empowering them to do that. Yeah, uh, and then also. Uh, just a little biblical references, which is always, always prime. For, for show. Sure. I think there's a lot of confusion with what it means to share your faith. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a lot of confusion with uh, people uh, that don't believe, mm-hmm. that, that don't believe exactly what you believe in. Right. Um, student-wise, you know, they can go to church, they can be a part of what you're doing, and really not know who God is, truly. Yeah. Uh, so... On many different levels, this is really important. Yeah. Um, I know I was talking to one student who's like, oh, yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, well, you, do you believe in Jesus? I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's just it's yeah. confusing yeah. for a lot of people. Totally. It's important to have in-depth conversations.
1: Yeah, and what is the way that for those people who are confused, right, whether they are in church or not, about what Christianity is, about what it is we believe, unless... Like, how will they have those questions answered unless someone is talking to them and answering those questions, right? Ultimately, like, what you believe or don't believe or whatever your, like, worldview is, right, that is, like, one of the most important things about you and shapes how you live your life. Absolutely. Yeah, so people want to have these conversations even though they're, like, kind of taboo or awkward.
0: hmm I would agree. Um I think as we look into the why mm-hmm. why and I think if if you're listening to this podcast you should know at least a little bit about the why yeah um, but one thing I want to say is you know we know it's about Jesus first off yeah and I'm gonna let you go a little deeper into that but when we do share our faith mm-hmm. when we it, it should always be a loving caring thing absolutely Uh But why don't you go ahead and go more into the why? Yeah. Why do we share our faith? Why was that even a thing?
1: Yeah. So I think that really what this comes down to is when you have an understanding of the gospel, right, and when you have received God's grace, and then you understand as a result, like, how deeply in need you are of God's grace, right, when you understand that there's nothing that you can do within your own power to save yourself, right, to measure up to the standards that he's set, like, you ought to be so, like, thankful and relieved that you've received that grace, Mm -hmm. right? And when you believe that that's the only thing that is saving you is what the Lord's done, you want that information to go to other people, too, Mm -hmm. right? The people that you care about, and even maybe people that you don't, like, really know that you may have, like, just met if this is the situation that you find yourself in. And even enemies, Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, And so, like, the desire to share your faith should come from this, like, deep gratitude for what God has done. And then, like what you said off the top, like, that sharing will then be done in love. And then in 2 Corinthians, it has the big um, language about being Christ's ambassadors, then, once we um, are in a relationship with him. Like a representative of, like, a nation or a country, right? Representative is a good word. Yeah. So then once you like begin this relationship with the Lord, like you're then called to take that and be the ambassador of that. Um, Yeah. And share what that means and talk with that about that.
0: Something that's absolutely true Mm -hmm. is that when you do share your faith, it's Mm -hmm. something that does stretch you. Yeah. It stretches you. and, And when you are stretching yourself, in that way, you are you are growing. Yep. Uh, and when you're stretching and relying on God, not, not relying on yourself mm-hmm. in those moments, but relying on God, you're growing in your faith, too. Yep. You're growing as a person, yep. you're growing in your faith, and I think that's an amazing thing. Uh, something that uh, is awesome mm-hmm. is this fall, uh, we're going to go through, again, the Good News series. Yep. Uh, and that is... Uh, God loves and created you, mm-hmm. uh, the fall or the sin problem in this world. Uh, and there's also the next one is the redemption. Right. And what's awesome is this summer, uh, a student, you know, students said, well, w- knowing this about Jesus makes me want to live for mm-hmm. him. And that, what reminded me of that is when you were talking about how what Jesus does makes us want to right. live our lives for him right. and become a new creation, which is the fourth aspect yep. of that. And th- those things, that is exactly why yep. we share our faith. And so if, if you need a good basis, just go back to those four Totally, and what, Absolutely. that's what we're going to go through this whole fall. Yeah. So Sunday morning. So that's, that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and we're running out of time, I guess a little bit, but, uh, how how do you go about sharing your faith?
1: Right, right. And I think the first thing to think about and to remember when you talk about this is that you are not saving anyone, right? Immediately put that thought out of your head and take that pressure off yourself because there's nothing, like we said earlier, there's nothing that you can do. Just like there's nothing you can do to earn grace, there's nothing you can do to save someone else, right? So the pressure's off. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I was told this is kind of like a a phrase that gets thrown around, at least in the circles that I was in, um, that successful evangelism is taking a step to initiate in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results up to God, right? And so that by being obedient to the Lord, by stepping into these conversations um, and, yeah, having spiritual conversations, you are being obedient to God and you've done what he's called you to do, and then you leave the results up to him, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that We talked a little bit earlier, but um, the angry like bullhorn screaming at people approach is obviously the wrong approach. And that's one end of the spectrum. But then the other end, which I think it's thrown around in like church subcultures a lot, too, is like the idea that the way that you live your life will be like your evangelism or like or like let your the way that you live your life, like be the Bible that people like okay I'm just gonna that's bogus too you know like no one you there's an element to that that is like obviously great that people want to see like you ought to be like an example and people ought to see the way that you live lining up with the things that you're saying but they have to line up if you, you have to be saying things for them to line up with right no one is ever going to come to faith by just like watching a Christian over there and being like okay me too, right? There's like, there has to be the conversation mm-hmm. and like the speaking of it too. So that's something that I just want to push back up against a little bit too. Is allowing, like, yeah, the way I live is the way that I share my faith. Like, okay, that's a good start, but I there think, ought to be ha- conversations I think
0: too. One thing my mom taught me, uh-huh. and she said this all the time, and it always annoyed me. Yeah, is there's a balance to everything. Yep. I, I th- there's the one spectrum where you're yelling and there's the other spectrum where you're just living your life right yep and let that speak for itself i think there's something in between that absolutely that is the happy medium yep. the the where you should be um because you don't want to be too vocal and be like hey yep. you're going to hell. yeah you know yeah because where is and love where's in the that where's the love in that yeah where's the absolutely. love in that and then the other end if even if you are living a loving, caring life, mm-hmm. uh, you're not saying anything. Yep. Uh, where are the conversations? Yep. Because uh, I, I mean, maybe maybe the conversations come from questions. Yep. Because you know when you're living your life different, that does spark questions. Yeah. Well, why do you live the way you sure. live? Sure. Sure. Uh, so there's an absolutely true part to to living that way, mm-hmm. but I think we. Almost need to take it a step further, and uh, when you are maybe a high school volunteer, or you're talking to your group that's junior hires, yeah. What is the like? What give me some context there?
1: But yeah, like asking questions about what their church background was like growing up when they were younger. Asking questions about, like, even what because I mean, if they're showing up to a middle school Bible study or like Sunday school most likely either they have interest or their parents do. So asking like what, you know, their faith means to them now, like what do you, how would you describe what being a Christian is, is something that I find to be a helpful question, especially when you're talking to someone who maybe you sit down with them and you ask like a, you know, in this point you, you under, or you at least assume that they have some like Christianity sort of yeah faith, but If you talk to someone and say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian or, like, I'm Catholic or whatever, a good qualifying question to get to what they really believe and where they're at is, like, okay, like, what does that mean to you? Like, what does being a Christian mean to you? And, like, for some people, they'll answer, like, oh, to me, that means that... I am really sinful and there's no hope for me outside of what God has done through the gospel and through Jesus. They're like, okay, cool. You Mm -hmm. seem to be going in the right place. And for other people, just me, they'll say like, "Uh, well, I believe that there's a God and that the world was created by someone. Um, And so, yeah, I believe in God.
0: Uh, Clarifying questions and asking and just asking good questions is a very awesome and innocent way to share your faith totally uh because it's like dude i'm just asking you questions like yeah sorry i'm not trying to offend you or anything Mm -hmm. just asking you legitimate questions
1: yeah and i think just a couple things real quick before we wrap up is i think that one when you are taking the initiative to share your faith with like as a leader either with your students or with other people that you come into contact with Sharing your own story is such an integral part of that, um mm, yeah. because people relate with that so well, For sure. it's so much more like you can take and do something with that a lot better than you can, just like, well, here is what the Bible says, which is important, like a track. and track. yeah, then a track
0: that seems so that's so not personal. I'll end with this story, yeah, uh, when I worked at Dairy Queen, I was working the drive through uh-huh and they or somebody ordered something i don't remember Yeah. Uh, but they came through and the dude was like really nice mm-hmm. and like he was totally hitting on this girl that he was with like <laughs> he was just happy you know yeah. and uh, just like everything was good mm-hmm. you know and so he paid for his thing and then he gives me a tip
1: mhm and the tip is the tip is a, a gospel track,
0: track. Yeah. yeah it was a 20 a fake 20
1: Oh, I hate those. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you, like, sit down with someone and you talk with them, and then you're like, hey, here's a tool to help me remember yeah. the gospel. But another, just like, juke. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were getting 20 bucks, but nope. You, nope. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to be disappointed when yeah. they see that.
0: Honestly, I was glad it was me that he gave it to and yeah. not one of my coworkers.
1: Yeah, because then it'd be like, this is bogus. Yeah, yeah, so. One very last thing, okay. and then we'll be done. Um, as you are... Encouraging also your students to take the initiative to share their faith, which is a huge step for anyone, especially a middle schooler. One great thing is to have them, even in small group sometime, like sit down and think of X amount of names that they can first be praying for and that they want to share their faith with, share their faith with, and uh, like pray for opportunities to do that. With. I think
0: a great exercise also to mm-hmm. add to that is you do that yourself as a co- as a yep. leader. Yep. Uh, because then you can share your wins and how you did it. Yep. And then they are like, "Oh, I haven't done that yet. Yep. I need to do that."
1: And all a win is is taking the initiative. Yep. That's all you. That is, yeah. You can't control anything beyond that. Absolutely. So.
0: Well. Uh, Sorry for going a bit long today. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's all good for you guys. Hopefully, hopefully uh, you taking something away from it. Maybe uh, we'll ev- cut a little bit this out. Yeah. Even if <laughs> even even if you got all you got was don't give tracks away
1: that have twenty dollar <laughs> bills, and even if
0: you got just uh, don't yell from a bolt, blow horn, well, you know we got something. Right. You know we got something. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, thanks so much uh, for listening and, and doing all that you're doing. Uh, we we appreciate you greatly, and the, the students. Man,
1: without you, uh, the students would just. If without you, the students <laughs> would be just be living in school buses. Down by the river. Not necessarily down the river. Probably they would never just like leave school. They'd just be stuck in school buses. <laughs> um, They don't even have
0: parents. They don't
1: even have parents. None of our students have parents, which is an incredible statistic. Um, 100% of middle schoolers at Sherwood Oaks have no parents. (laughs) No parents at all.